You are wrong to another edition of Jesus the Way, the Truth and the Life with Dr. Dayo Otukoya. This program is built to take you on a spiritual journey where you become a certified winner in all aspects of life using Jesus as a guiding compass. So, get ready to bask in the banquet of liberation, transformation, light and knowledge through Christ. And now, Dr. Dayo Odukoya. You're welcome to Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoya, just simply Daddy D. Now, I want you to hear this. The Lord told me expressly from his word that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Mm. As you listen to me and apply the key lessons from this message, you shall be set free from all oppressions of the devil and you will enter into abundant life in Christ Jesus. Let's say amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, today's message is titled The Tony Heart Believer. From Tons and Tistol, The Tony Heart Believers. The Tony Heart Believers. Before proceeding, it's very important I share with you the purpose of this broadcast. Because for someone to be joining us for the first time, and for those who have even been listening to us before, it's still very important that we go over the essence and purpose. Because when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. That's why, and anytime we share it again and again, because it's not a pre-recorded message, it's coming fresh. So you are bound to hear something new. And, and it is the most profound message in the whole message, not even the new message. The message about Jesus. And so, and that is why that the top the theme of this podcast is revolving around Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Those are three phrases there. Jesus is the way, Jesus is the truth, and Jesus is life. What is the meaning and what's the essence of the podcast again? So Jesus the way, from just the way we understand that from John 14, chapter 14, verse 6, our master Jesus declared, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Then in Acts of Apostles chapter 4, verse 12, the scripture says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. It can be clearer than that. What the scriptures are simply, I mean, for the, the lesson we are learning from these scriptures is simply that Jesus is the only way to God. There's no controversy. And then the second statement, that that's, that those are part of the things we stand to learn as we listen to Jesus, the way to turn life. You begin to get the revelation, the, the, how this is so, and what you stand to gain by believing this, this truth. And then the second dimension of, the, of this broadcast is Jesus is the truth. And from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3 and verse 14, we got to know that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then in verse 14, we got to know that and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. That's how we got to know that Jesus Christ is the word of God. This was confirmed again in the book of Revelations. And then in John chapter 17, verse 17, the scripture says, Thy word is the truth. So if Jesus is the word of God and the word of God is the truth, then Jesus is the truth. And you know something about the truth when compared with scientific facts that change with time after better discoveries? Truth is eternal. It's unchangeable. 
So when you build your life, what's the lesson there? When you build your life in and around the truth, even around Jesus, the truth, the word of God, you are building true eternal legacies. By the mercies of God, I pray and prophesy on you. You will no longer labor in vain in the name of Jesus. For what shall he profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul and all he has labored for? Then in John, and then Jesus, the final phrase is Jesus' life. First John chapter 5, verses 11 to 26, and then a prayer phrase, of course. This is the record that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son, Jesus. He that has Jesus as life. So you see, the lesson from that is that in Jesus, you stand to enjoy abundant life, both now in the present world, and then you also stand the chance of enjoying eternal life with God. Don't you want that? Hallelujah. By the mercy of God, may you and I not miss this for anything in the world. By also listening to this message, God has also made provision for your healing from every oppression of the devil. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. John Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them. That's why he has sent us to, do, to you with these words. As you are listening to this word, Jesus is the way to life regularly. The power in the word, has, you know, there's power in the word to deliver you from every form of sickness. And every appointment of destruction. And finally, this program has been put together to help you to discover, develop, and deploy your gifts and talent to fulfill your life assignment. Listen to me. Until you fulfill your life assignment, you may not be fulfilled in life. This program will help you to discover your purpose and how to fulfill it, how to deploy your gifts and talent to fulfill it. That's why you need to listen to us regularly. If you need more counsel concerning these issues, just get, get, get across to me. At the end of this ministration, I will share my contact details with you. Jesus the way. Taking the world round the world. I'll be right back. I worship you. You are here. Working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, moving in a mist. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship. Welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoya, or just simply Daddy D. Now, this week, like I said before, we are discussing the topic, a very interesting topic too, the turning heart believer. T-H-O-R-N-Y, the turning heart believer, from tistles and tons. And the scripture where we got revelation for today's, for this week's ministration or message is Mark chapter 4, verses 13 to 14 and verse 18. Mark chapter 4, verses 13 to 14 and verse 18. I want you to take note of it and go and meditate on it. And the scripture says, And he said, that is, he, our master Jesus said unto them, Know ye not this parable? How, and how then will you know all parables? Then he started explaining the parable. He said, The sower soweth the world and these are they which are sown among tons among tons such as hear the word and the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches 
and the lust of other things entering in choke the world and it becometh unfruitful. Can you hear that? It becometh unfruitful. It becometh unfruitful. So you can see this is yet another category of believer. I've told you four categories we got from the parable of the sower. The wayside believer, the stony heart believer, then now the tony heart believer, and then the good heart believer. So you need to check yourself regularly where you belong as a believer in Christ. Which kind of heart are you having? And it determines the kind of result to get in life. Now, now these people, the, the, stony, the, the tony heart category believer, they do listen. They listen, they listen, they, li- they regularly listen to the word of God. They also understand it. Unlike the wayside believer that did not understand. And in fact, for this group of people, there are no stones of unbelief and old bad habits in their heart. That's something very interesting. Yet, there are some things disturbing the growth of the seed of the word of God in their heart. It's a mystery. That's why it's good to listen to messages like this. You would think that you're already okay. You are not a wayside believer. You are not a stony heart believer. You don't have any bad old habits. Yet, there are some things disturbing the growth of the world from fruition, from producing proper fruit in your life, from disturbing you from experiencing the glory of God. As you listen to this message, I see, I see God bringing the revelations and showing you the area where you are missing it so that you can enter into your season of glory and fruitfulness in greater dimension. I know you have been fruitful before, but you are going to enter your season of glory in greater dimension in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. So, you can now see this category of believers, the Tony Heart believers, their problem is not lack of understanding. I mean, their problem is not with understanding. Their problem is not with stones of unbelief or hold bad habits. Rather, you know, you know, you just discover that, you still discover that there's something disturbing the growth of the seed of the world from growing very well in their heart. The Lord described those issues as thorns and tistles or weeds. We can call them in modern day terms, weeds. You know, when you, when you, when you are, maybe those of, those of you who are used to farming and planting, you would know that after clearing your land and you have planted, the whole thing is looking clean. Give yourself one, two, three weeks you will see some other things begin to grow around your, your what you have planted. If you don't, and they are called weeds. Some, many of them are weeds, they are thorns, they are teastool. If you don't deal with them, these are not stones per se. You have removed the stones already. But these weeds that we want to grow, they want to compete with your plant. They want to grow along. If you allow them to grow along with it, they will keep rubbing your plants of enough nutrients. They will not allow your plant, what you have sown, to have enough nutrient. And they will choke and disturb the fruitfulness of what you have sown. That is why every wise farmer, once he notices, he or she notices that, what he does is to regularly go back to the farm and begin to uproot the weeds. And that is what we as believers in Christ must also do. But we don't do it most of the time because we are not even conscious that our heart is like a farmland. We don't even understand these principles. We don't realize that our heart is the ground on which we, the word of God is being sown. And we have to doggedly, carefully watch over it. So that he said, take, he said, 
watch your heart with all diligence, for out of it come the issues of life. So at Morton, we choke the life of God, the blessings of God, the fruitfulness, the fruit and the blessing of God that God has ordained to come from the seed of the planted seed of the word in our heart. So we need to carefully, like wise farmers, watch out. But we have not been doing this most of the time. And we allow the tissues to grow and the tongues to grow together with the seed of the word in our heart and they end up choking the world and not allowing the world to bear fruit in our hearts. So what are these truths? What are these tissues? What are these thorns? What are these weeds that we must uproot? That we must uproot from the plantation of our heart? The Lord gave us what the description, the, uh, the, I mean, the, what they mean. He said, so the Lord gave us the answer in this same scripture. He said, the cares of this life, number one, the deceitfulness of riches, and then the lust of other things. Can you see that? The cares of this life, of this world, they are not, if you look at them closely, these are genuine needs. They are not seen per se. They are not sinful in themselves. They are genuine needs. Your child must go to school, what you eat, what you wear, the accommodation, your job, your uncle, your brother, your in-law, all their needs here and there, everybody pulling you here and there. That's what the Lord is talking about. That's what the Lord, these are genuine needs. So you need wisdom to handle these, these tons and tistols. If they are not handled carefully, they will end up choking the word and will not allow you. They will distract you and will not allow the seed of the word sown into your heart to bear fruit. Lust of other things. Not necessarily sinful lust like fornication and adultery this time around, but lust for like the riches and the good things of life. It's actually the sinfulness of riches. You want more cars. You want to travel to you. You want to the latest fashion, the latest dress. Of course, they border on covetousness, which is also sinful to some extent. Because many times you compare yourself with your neighbors, with your friends who want to be like them. These are sinful lusts. So they end up choking the world. They will not allow your, the seed of the world to grow carefully. And so, uh, and I've already explained them to some extent, but it's good to go over them quickly. So the cares, let me quickly, three categories I saw here that we need to quickly just go over to give you clear to give clear examples so that we have very good understanding of this message the cares of this life what are they huh what we eat what shall we eat what shall we drink what shall we wear where shall we be housed what shall we ride and some Afghans they want the latest car again insatiable the needs of man security issues the list is endless the list is endless these are the cares of this life. If you allow your mind to, to, to be overtaken with these cares, there's no way the seed of the word of God will bear fruit in your life. You have to, you have to sit down and receive wisdom of how to deal with them. In some cases, you need counseling because some of them are genuine issues of concern, disturbing you. But if you don't deal with them, they will deal with you. In some cases, you need counseling of how to deal with them because some of them are strong they've taken strongholds in terms of they've taken root in your thought realms they call them strongholds of your thought it, it, you may not be able to just expunge those thoughts easily like that you may need counseling and one of the psychotherapists we apply in this situation is what we call cognitive behavior therapy 
cognitive restructuring, how to restructure your thinking system. So you need to get across if you need help in these areas. Then the second category, deceitfulness of riches. The love of money is the root of all evil, said the scriptures. So you have to apply moderation here. It's not as if you don't need money. Money itself is not, it's not evil. It's the love. When you have your, it has taken hold of your heart and it's now ruling everything you do. Like one time I made that silly mistake of allowing money to rule me. I got, I was in a particular employment and another, I got another opportunity for, for, a, for a job that offered me times two of my salary and I, I didn't consult with the Holy Ghost. Even though I was born again, I jumped at it because of the money. I tell you the truth, I didn't find it funny. I wasted almost 11 years of my life in that particular area. Some people say I should not say waste, I say gain some experience, but I knew in my spirit that, look, I know what I have lost there. So you see, you must not allow money and such things to rule you. You must, this, they call it deceitfulness of riches. You must not allow it to rule you. You must not allow money to rule you. You must be ruled. That's why you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Allow the Lord by His Spirit who is dwelling in you to rule you at all times. It's not everything that glitter that is gold. Many of them are traps of the enemy. Be careful. Deceitfulness of riches. And be satisfied. And don't allow your life to be ruled by what people around you, your neighbors, your friends are having. And then you become envious and covetous. You want to have the, you want to be, you want to measure up. You want to belong. Those are part of the deceitfulness of riches. What is the ultimate end of that? What is the root even of those riches? Do you even know the root of their riches? You end up being ensnared and getting into trouble. So you've got to watch it. That's why the Lord called it deceitfulness of riches. God is not saying you should not be rich. It's the blessing of God that makes it rich. Go for it the Lord's way. Don't end up destroying your life. And finally, the last category, loss of other things. These are fleshly lost, principally. There are three domains, loss, of, loss for sex, loss for money, and loss for power. And this, land, this can translate to glamours of the world and the pleasures of the flesh. If you allow your body to be taken over by this lust, it will, they, all these things will definitely choke the word of God, and will, I mean, in your heart, and will not allow the word of God to bear fruit. It's not possible. They will, the word of God will not bear fruit. And such will just appear at the end of the day. Even though he has been going to church, you still look like unbeliever. The person will still look like unbeliever. You will not be different from the unbelievers. And you can see so many Christians in this category. This is the bane or the root cause of this situation. It's a very pathetic situation. One year, 10 years, 3 years, 10 years, 20 years in the Lord, and there are no, there are no differences. No? Of course, like I said before, some of these needs are real. They're genuine needs. But they are great distractions to the fruition of the word of God planted in our heart. And they must be uprooted and burned. This is why we must cultivate the habit of watch, watching and praying. The Lord said, watch and pray. Many times we pray, but we don't watch. What are you to watch? Not to watch with your physical eyes. You look into the recesses of your heart and try to see what kind of tone or tissue. What kind of stone is there? What kind of stone or tissue is there? Trying to steal or trying to choke and disturb the growth and fruition of the word of God in your heart. And then you methodically, strategically begin to approach them. Of course, with wisdom. With wisdom. Some of them may be wrong relationships. You have to with wisdom. But it's having maybe with your workplace or something, somebody very close to you, you have to with wisdom begin to uproot those 
Tons and Tistos. I see you growing dramatically and entering into your season of glory as you begin to apply the revelations from this message. In the mighty name of Jesus, your season of stagnation, I mean, is over. In the mighty name of Jesus. So in summary, what should I do to be delivered from the company of those with thorns and tistol heart? That is the thorn and tistol believers. What should I do? Number one, you have to be genuinely born again. Number two, you have to be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues and develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Number three, you have to daily read and obey the Word of God. Very important. Number four, you have to daily pray to be delivered from temptations and the snares of the Father. And then also cultivate the habit of searching your heart and your life daily for those thorns and tistles. And as the Lord, has, as we have described them in this message, listen to this message again and again so that you understand what tons and tears to translate to, you know, in the physical realm. Because these are spiritual terminologies. They are spiritual tons and tears to. They are not physical tons and tears to. You have to know what they translate to and then begin to search for them and in your life. If you notice such things, then you begin to, with wisdom, and but strategically and with only determination, begin to uproot them. So, and, regular, and it's not something you did once and you think it's ended though. The tongues will always grow back again. They will make attempt to grow back again. Just, just, just watch the way farmers operate. Just watch all the farmlands around. When they finish clearing and weeding the, the, plan, the plantation, give it only a few weeks again. You see the thing growing back again. That is part of the trick of the enemy. The enemy does not want the word of God to bear fruit in our heart. He's the one planting those weeds in our heart. He's the one planting them around us. He will bring some people, some things away just to try to distract you, to choke the word of God, to disturb the word of God from growing in your heart. It, these are part of the strategies of the enemy. They are the one planting those weeds. He said the enemy has done this. He said the enemy, when men slept, the enemies came to plant weeds into, into your vineyard. So you must, go, it's not something you do once and you think it's done. Ah, they will plant, they will come back and plant again. It's a continuous thing. And so you have to continuously search your heart to expunge those hallelujah i see god dramatically you know as you, you know the, the key is applying the revelation it's not just enough to enjoy the message take your time to settle down to apply the revelation your life will not remain the same jesus the way taking the world round the world i'll be right back we make a miracle walker promise keeper light and the darkness my god that is who You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way to return life. I'm your host, Dario Dukoya, just simply Daddy T. Now, we have been exploring the topic, the turning, the turning heart believers. The Tony Heart Believers from the word T-H-O-R-N-Y. Tony Heart Believers. Tons and Tistos. Those whose heart is full of tons and tistos and weeds. Which the Lord told us translate to the cares of this life. What you will eat. What you will drink. Running after those things. You know, and so you are distracted. So you don't have time for the word of the word of God. So the word of God is choked and can no longer bear fruit as it ought to. And so you are denied of seeing the glory of God. Can you see that? They, as, these are the devices of the enemy. 
trying to limit your glory. You're manifesting the glory of God upon the earth. You're enjoying the blessings in the Lord, in the, in the kingdom of God. They are the devices and tricks of the enemy. But by, by, by you listening to this message today, I see God give, delivering you from those wicked devices of the enemy and restoring back to you the glory of God and the blessings of God in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. But the very first step is you have to either rededicate your life to Christ or give your life to Christ. Are you ready to begin this journey of restoration? Are you ready to d- deliver yourself from the company of those who are having torn and teased hearts and attending the church but nothing to show for it? Because they've allowed the wicked ones to sow weeds, thorns, and tissues into your heart and thereby choking the world and the world can no longer bear fruit. You want to deliver yourself from this company. Raise up your hand, right hand to the Lord and put your left hand on your chest and make this declaration after me. Say prayer. Say by heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I'm asking you to forgive me my sins. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe Jesus Christ is Lord. And I believe Jesus Christ is the Savior. Lord Jesus, I ask that you save me. Lord Jesus, save me. Lord Jesus, save me. Write my name in the book of life. And give me the grace to go and sin no more. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for doing this. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Congratulations if you have prayed that prayer. I rejoice with you. Angels are rejoicing over you now. How glory to God. By the mess of God, you will not return back to your vomit and you will not be lost with the world. Glory to God. As newborn babes desire the sincere meek of the word of God, make sure from tomorrow, even from this evening, you can also, you can begin to locate your Bible and begin to read minimum two chapters of the Bible every day. The word of God is the food of the spirit. I didn't say two verses, please. Two chapters. Start from Matthew and go methodically. Do a book study. When you finish Matthew, then go to Mark until you finish the New Testament. Glory to God. Then thereafter, locate a Believer's Foundation School. Ask your pastor. They should have a program like that to establish new converts in the faith. You know, if you don't have such programs in your church, I'm advising you to join us at Winners Chapel at Canaan If you're very close to, if you're living at Otter or in the environment, Come to Winners Chapel at Autumn, Kinaland. As for Kingdom Heritage, you come on Monday by 6 p.m. They get there before 6 p.m. Only two Mondays. Your life will not remain the same. The Holy Ghost will give you seven powerful keys that will establish your spiritual foundation. Make sure you come and be part of it. And if you are far away, just take note, get your pen ready. I will give you my contact details so you can chat with me. I will give you a direction of how you get a place closer to your house in anywhere you are in the world you can be rest assured there's an answer to that you must be baptized in the holy ghost that's very very important if you are going to deliver yourself from the company of those having tiny hearts you've got to be baptized in the holy ghost glory to god i've said it it's also very important we quickly minister to those who are sick you can be in christ and be you can be serving god and i mean serving the lord and serving sickness at the same time our master jesus also made provision for healing by his stripes we are healed he was beaten titanized stripes and by those stripes his body was broken and oozing i mean was oozing with blood and and, and then the Bible says, by those stripes, we're healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all you've done for us. 
So if you're if you're giving your life to Christ and you are still suffering sickness, then I want to tell you that the devil is cheating you. You can resist the devil and it will let go of you. Are you ready to begin that journey? Listen to me. You don't need any big faith. The Lord said, even if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you will speak to this mountain of sickness to let go of you and it will obey you. Are you ready to take that step of faith? I'm going to join my faith with yours now. Begin to say amen to these prayers. Stretch out your hand and touch the gadget from where you're hearing my voice. The Holy Ghost who is with you right there, who is everywhere, we overshadow you and we destroy the root of the sickness in your life. It will also strengthen you and put you back on your feet. It will replace, it will repair and will restore everything that the enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed in your body and in your life. Say amen to these declarations. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for confirming your word. So begin to say amen as I pray with you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Jehovah, lift up these precious souls before you. By your stripes we healed. You took all our infirmities. Because these ones have given their lives to you, they are not permitted to be sick anymore. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke you, spirit of infirmity, troubling these ones. And in Jesus' name, we command you now in the name of Jesus. Lose him now. In the name of Jesus. Lose her now. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim you healed. My Lord Jesus Christ has healed you and has made you whole. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Say thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing me. If you believe God has heard and answered these prayers already, begin to give thanks. <clears throat> begin to give thanks unto God now. Say, Lord, Lord Jesus, thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me. Begin to celebrate your healing. Believe it. Begin to, if you truly believe it, that the Lord has healed you, begin to behave like somebody who has received this healing. Then you will find your healing established. Don't be fooled or disturbed by your symptoms. Don't go by the symptoms. Go by faith in the word of God. Believe the word of God like a child. Begin to behave like somebody who is healed so you see your healing established. It is done deal. It cannot fail. The Lord delivered me from asthma. He delivered my father-in-law from tuberculosis. He delivered my father-in-law blessed, blessed memory again, from paralysis and cancer of the blood. Even doctors gave up on him. Yet the Lord healed him supernaturally. For at the age of 17, they thought he was going to die the following year. He lived up to 87. It is your turn to reign. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So that is the way it works. And I see it working powerfully for you in the precious name of Jesus of Nazareth. So, and that takes me to this special announcement. Now you are there. Maybe you just experienced salvation. You have been saved through this ministration or you have experienced, experienced dramatic change in your lifestyle through this ministration. Or maybe you have just um, also experienced healing through this ministration. It is very important you share your testimony. Don't keep it to yourself. That's why, please get your pen ready. And, and when I share my contact details, you get across to me with that information. Uh, if also you're out there, you need counseling concerning spiritual matters or concerning financial matters. We don't give money, please. We rather teach you how to fish, how to get money. And you can be rest assured your story will change. Or maybe you need counseling concerning academic issues or marital issues then you can also get across to me. Or maybe you are interested in some of our products in Christ Talents. This program is under the auspices of Christ Talents. And um, like our, our past podcasts, which are on Anchor and Spotify, you just search with Dio Dukoya. So you can also get across to me. Get ready with your pain. Or maybe you need support concerning your talent product. You are, for instance, maybe very good in singing. 
I'm not talking of beginners, please. You have, if you're very good in singing or in writing or in speaking or in acting or in coding or in dancing and any such gift that can be a blessing to the body of Christ, then you can also get across to me. So you need support to be able to evolve your product. You can get across to me, you know, and then we're going to pass you through auditioning and then you can be rest assured that I mean, the Lord himself will give you the necessary support. Or perhaps the Lord is also impressing on your heart to be a partner in this, as, uh, in this ministry. You want to sow a seed or you want to be a prayer partner? Please, you can also get across to me so that we can come up with the program. I will give you the prayer points that you need to support us. In any way, God is impressing your heart. And we are going to be mightily blessed for this effort in Jesus' mighty name. I want you to understand that the surest key to prosperity in this kingdom is giving to advance the kingdom of God. So, reach out to me. I hope and trust you are ready with your pen. Take note of this number again. It's also my WhatsApp number. 234-909-6505-735. Let me repeat it again. 234-909-6505-735. No flashing, please. As you send a message, if you are using Android phone, an automated message will get back to you, tell you what next to do. Remember... It's not what you know that matters, but what you do with what you know. As you begin to apply these divine trade secrets, I see God dramatically changing your life and taking you into your season of glory in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jesus the way, taking the world round the world. See you again next week, and God bless you mightily. You've been listening to Dr. Dio Odukoya, taking you on a life-transforming journey to ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, contact Daddy D on 090-96-50-5735. Until next time, keep basking in God's grace. Jesus.